Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Jota, Dundalk and Cavan. Order your new 221 Renault today from our extensive Renault range. Guaranteed delivery and low-rate APR finance. Visit BlackstoneMotors.ie. You're very welcome to Midweek Late Lunch on LMFM Radio. The Christmas cards are still arriving. I joke you not. Here's another one. Seasons. Greetings. Thank you so much for the beautiful card, Bridie. Bridie Thornton uh, sent it to me and drawed it. She made this card herself. The drawing on the front of it of Lawrence Gate and the Holy Family. I have to say, uh, it's absolutely beautiful. You have a talent for sure. Thank you for the card. Only got to us today. Uh, We got another one yesterday. Anyone else uh, receiving late post or late Christmas items or whatever are still waiting on something? Be interested to hear. I know last year there was a lot of it for sure, but there you are. Another straggler into us today, but it has a Arrived. If you're waiting on something, I've got something late, you might let us know. 086-1800-658. WhatsApp or text me to the show if you want to call in. Remember the new number, 041-983-2000. Lots coming up on the show. One thing I will flag for you, health insurance, it's costly. It really is. I was looking at my own today. Well, we have somebody who guarantees that she can help you save on your health insurance this year. Mine's coming up for renewal shortly. Barbara Sheehan is with us on the show after two. Lots more besides, but it'll be interesting having a chat, I promise you, with Barbara. I'm very interested myself. Now, we begin today with someone you've met before and someone who's new to us on the show. When I tell you that they succeeded one another as PRO of the Mead County Board, well, many people out there will know who I'm talking about. They've now teamed up successfully to achieve something remarkable. I'm delighted to say hello to the recently re-elected chairman of the Hurling Board now, Martin O'Halloran, and the uh, County Board PRO, Kieran Flynn. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Good afternoon, Terry. Thanks you both for joining me today. I really do appreciate it. Martin, you've been with us before, and and for our listeners, I I, I just want to say, your story touched us all and touched so many people after you appeared with us here. Take us back, Martin. When did you begin, and you began solo on your own? Well, actually, Kieran did. uh, He started with me around similar times, about 18 months ago, 18 to 20 months ago. As we started walking down, we started walking and doing a few things around the town uh, of Navan and walking on the ramparts and, you know, walking up Blackwater Park and all that. And really, it was mainly forced upon us because that was the start of the lockdown, you know, the start of the COVID mm. uh, and different things were happening at the, at the time. So there wasn't a whole lot else to do. So it became a great opportunity for us to start off uh, losing weight and start focus on change of habits and all those type of things. So for the first year 
and that you know it really it took off and you know it became very successful we started to get more confidence uh, in myself and starting you know uh, wanted to wanted to look better wanted to feel better wanted to gain back a little bit of independence you know I'm going to say that um, didn't you know friends of mine Jim Bullery and that used to have to collect me to bring me to the shops and things like that and you know to be able to do that for myself. I know normal people do that, and I'm a normal person, but I got myself into such a state that I wasn't really able to do all those particular things. So that was the start of it, let's mm. say, I think it was around April uh, 2020 or thereabouts. Okay, so that's when it began. And you did start as it, even though we only talked to you before, it, you were both together from that time. Well, we were, yeah, because uh, look, we were friends and yes. uh, through the GEA and things like that. And, you know, uh, Kieran and we would be talking about different uh, aspects of the GEA games, uh, fixtures, going to games together and things like that. So, yes, to, to be fair, we probably did start mm. uh, at similar times. We'd be going for cups of coffee and things like that. And then we, we'd be getting the steps in and, and uh, you know, yeah. and things like that. And, you know, so, yeah, we... It just it just coincided that all those particular factors all came together at the one time, and thankfully it has worked out for both of us. It really has. So, what have you lost now to today in total, Martin? Yeah, I've nearly ten stone gone now. Wow! You know, so that's mm. about uh, it's nearly a third of my weight. I was just uh, coming up to about uh, thirty stone, so I'm about twenty stone now. Yeah, you and know. and and have you uh, have you uh, or do you work like this? Would you like to shed some more? What do you feel, or have you an you ideal know, weight, or I, what? At the moment, I'm like I only weigh in uh, every six or seven weeks. Yes, now. yes. You know, yeah. uh, I don't want the weighing scales to be part of my life. I understand. Day. Yeah, uh, you know, what I'm working as uh, at the moment is a complete lifestyle change, an okay. overhaul of my life. How I managed, I, I realize how I managed to become uh, obese. I'm trying to work on my relationship with food. Um, and, you know, I have a lot more way to go. And, but it's a daily challenge for me. You know, it's, I've, I, I, as you know, we've, the walking, we've moved on from the walking to, to different levels of activity. Um, you know, last summer started to become very difficult. I, I, really, I probably became bored yeah. of, of exercise. And, you know, where I was still walking, I hadn't actually dealt with the food side of it. And the food has an awful lot uh, mm. to do with all of this. And my relationship with food uh, was particularly bad. If I had a bad day, food became uh, the, the crutch that uh, yes. I leaned upon, you know, to get me through the day. And then if I had a bad week, you know, I continued as if I had a bad month. So last summer, I started to, I think, begin to put weight back on. Mm. So, um, you know, I suppose the pubs were open again, and you know, and uh, different things like that in the summer. So we started enjoying ourselves after a year off. I suppose people are allowed to do that, you know. Yep. So uh, I start, started that. So then I needed something else last September. Um, and a few friends of mine who had been going to the gym uh, made a recommendation to me that I would... Um, joined the gym. Of course, I laughed at them. I could never, ever imagine myself in the gym. I couldn't have imagined myself um, being part of a program, um, lifting weights or squats or doing press-ups. You know, I couldn't even imagine myself getting into a tracksuit bottoms. But uh, the people um, who wanted me to do this were quite persuasive. And um, the people in one-to-one gym in Navin, Mulhaboy, Industrial Estate, you know, um, Daryl and his particular team they took me on board um, for a 12 week program Beat the Bulge program 
And really, since I went in there, it has brought us on to another level. Okay. You know, it brought us on to a level where I'm actually part of a team, um, you know, where we work together, we train together, you know. Um, you know, obviously, I'm not as uh, fit or fast as others in the particular group, but there's no judgment. I can only go as fast as I can go. Yeah. You know, and, and that has really, it has, been, it has been a game changer for me. And I'm very, very grateful to them up there, um, in the team in Beat the Bulls. And, you know, that particular 12 weeks, I managed to, you know, uh, lose 32 pounds more in that particular 12 weeks. And that, really set, that set me up nicely yes. for the Christmas, you know. Oh, good on you. And, and as you say, around exercise and eating all combined. Let's bring in your buddy to have a chat room. Kieran Flynn, good afternoon. Thanks, Terry. It's a pleasure to be on the air. Thanks for having me. Not at all. Great to have you with us. Well, well, he while he was hogging the the media spotlight as the poster boy, <laughs> you're by his side working away. I say that in the best possible taste. But anyway, Kieran, your story. Tell us your story of you know where you were weight wise with your life, and you know why you decided to uh, take on this challenge. Absolutely, yeah. It was it was a challenging time. It was a similar story to Martin. I was 25 stone, so I was 158 kilograms. And that's just, uh, at the age of 28, it's just extremely obese and too heavy. It just had to be something dealt with it. But it probably just never struck me. And you kind of get into the monotony of life and just struggling to basically probably see see the issues that were arising in my physical health. But the, the, the lockdowns and COVID-19, although it's very unwelcome in societal terms, just for me personally, it seemed to break kind of um, the cycle that I was in and kind of that that April of 2020 kind of a lot of uh, hard looking at myself thinking about I need to change things here and I realised that I just had to start working out at home I started doing home workouts and I started to walk then this work myself and Martin started to team up there around the, the end of April 1st of May when the lockdowns loosened that you could exercise in, with groups outdoors etc and we basically walked every single day and it was it was a fight and a battle, not too much with ourselves, thankfully, but it was always a battle to get the right and the left foot in front of you, just keep moving. And mm. Basically, just kind of got that stage, and the GA thankfully came back that summer, and my GA club, uh, Daly, welcomed me back. We were training um, out in the, the Hill of Tower, etc., and I was able to only do my bit, but I did a small bit, and I kept building and building, and thankfully, the GA has been there for me, and I've been refereeing and representing my hurling club to West, and then we refereed the hurling final this year, and it's been a great kind of um, transformation to lose what, eight and a half stone I think it is now I'm, I'm 105 kg so I've lost nearly 53 kilograms which is a lot of bags of sugar so by god it is and and if you put those out on the counter both of you if you put out the equivalent of what you'd lost what you have lost it, it would really really frighten you so you know for you were you were you always a guy who struggled with his way through life or were you a, a slim gym at one stage no, Slim Jim was never a phrase that would be attributed to me. It was always, I was always kind of bigger. And thankfully, when I was younger, it was more of a strength thing, thankfully. And I always was a lover of Gaelic games. And I played underage football in Harland. And like a, one of my proudest moments was when I was a, a Leaving Cert student in St. Pat's and Avon. I was goalkeeper when we won the Leinster Championship in the football. And I was never slim. Like, it was probably my, mm. my poor eating habits were probably only maintained by probably excessive exercise. I used to exercise 35 or six times a week playing football and soccer and hurling and you'd be playing basketball at lunchtime and you name it. But really when I stopped, when I went to university to train to be a secondary school teacher, I stopped exercising and probably was enjoying myself too much with alcohol and with food, etc. Just not 
it's a simple like like as much as um, it's a struggle every day to keep right. The, the science to it is very simple. If you eat too much and don't exercise, you're gonna you're gonna struggle. Yes. But if you can maintain good kind of practice and eat healthily and like you can eat an awful lot of nice things that are healthy for you, and especially when you add that little bit of exercise in, like the, the thirty minutes of walking every day, like Mark and myself will will attest to the mental health, but also the physical health. That just getting out, we walked, we had time, we got out and we walked from we'll say the the bottom of the the bowl and nav and all the way up to the apple green shot and back and like that was monumental at the time. And now we we wouldn't bat an eyelid; we do it just to pass the time in the summer, for example. Mm. It can be done by anyone if they just really have to put their mind to it. Yeah, and you know, you've said something there that is a really simple equation because we've been involved in in, in programmes here on this radio show over the years as well, and I've seen it myself, and it is quite simple. If you take in a lot and you don't exercise, well, the equation is that the weight and the scale certainly go go up. Um, it, it, so you were at 25 stone at one stage and you're down to now about 16 and a half. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Like, a, but I am blessed. It is hard. Like, a, I'm lucky at the moment. But my my girlfriend Rachel is um, trying to be a dietitian. So, like, very much that uh, when we're out and that we're we're very much able to analyse what I'm eating, etc. And I'm a bit of a guinea pig, and she keeps me on the straight and narrow. And thankfully, that's a, a good positive part of my life. And I never would have thought that I'd be able to to have enjoyment of that side of my life when I was 25 stone. Like, I never had any interest in that, and it was always kind of more. I, I probably dedicated myself too much to GA administration and I was going from meeting to meeting, chipper to chipper, and I wasn't really enjoying life. Mm. And thankfully, I think with the change of health, it's changed so much other kind of aspects of my life and I'm much more a rounded person now. And I enjoy my GA administration now as a pastime and not so much of a dominance on my life, thankfully. Yeah, and food is, both of you have said, Martin has alluded to there, you said it as well, the eating is a huge part besides the exercise. We're getting lovely messages to both of you uh, today on the show. Keep them coming to us, folks, if you want to wish the boys well. 086-1800-658. You can WhatsApp or text me. That's 086-1800-658. Or you can call in on 0419832000. Eddie McCormick's been on to us. You know him well. Fantastic achievement by both Martin and Kieran. You're inspired inspirational to others keep it going Martin Sue Ellen's been on to say Martin so proud of you wonderful achievement uh, achievement and great and well done uh, to Kieran as well and so on and so on they go I'll come back to them in a moment uh, Martin just back to yourself how important is it to have a buddy like Kieran Flynn by your side when you're undertaking something like this it's extremely important, really. You know, and I have to say, uh, Kieran is an inspiration to me. You know, uh, Kieran's a little bit younger than me, but we have the same interests. We're very lucky there. We're both, uh, I suppose, some could say, fanatical uh, GEA supporters. And you know, we're, um, when I was PRO, Kieran was a great help, and I felt that Kieran would become a great PRO himself. You know, be going on to higher things in the GEA. So look at. You know, walking around those roads where Kieran said we didn't fall out, believe me, we did. We had plenty of arguments, you know. Uh, it's all about the both, We're both rather opinionated individuals, right? So you can imagine uh, those walks from the bull up to the apple green, there were choice words from time to time, red faces and things like that. But look, that's what kept us going. We both had the desire to, you know, uh, um, <clears throat> to get on and to try and get fit and to have a strong mental health, you know, to to work on our obesity and different things like that. 
And, you know, and that was going grand for the first uh, first six or eight months. Then, of course, Kieran goes off and gets a girlfriend, so I was left walking up to Apple Green on my own. I won't say anything about that, but, but look, <laughs> that, 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 that's all part of it. And believe me, I'm delighted that he actually did get that, Jerry. Yes, know? yes. Oh, look, it's, uh, you know, it's it's part and parcel of life when you're together and ups and downs and you fall off the wagon and, and you, you get back on. Kieran, in, in terms of going forward from here, with Martin as well can you say that you know there will be testing times of course there will that's life for you but is this a, a, a long long term commitment for you now Kieran? Yes definitely I think Martin kind of hit a lot of the nails in the head there was it's a lifestyle change I think some of the words like dieting and we'll say like exercise regimens and stuff are, are great in the short term but thanks to kind of Martin's mentorship and kind of different things. We've made lifestyle changes, and I think now we we don't bat an eyelid for going for a walk before a meeting or a match or something like that. Or, for example, now that we're both avid gym goers, we can say, well, like I'd have no problem bringing him out to the gym and done saying to show him as a member of the county board to say, come use our gym and accept. So these things are just kind of going to be second nature to us. Like, but like Martin himself was just a great inspiration to me because. And allowed, kind of, when I was maybe doubting myself or something like that, he'd be on the phone saying, get up out of the bed and get out walking. You know, this kind of way, in the summertime, it was easy maybe to stay home and that. And it's probably just, it's easy, you said, but the buddy system that sometimes you can put some of your ideas and say, well, Martin, you should be doing this, and then Kieran, you should be doing that. And you're just kind of nearly sounding them out for yourself. So it's, it's kind of a sounding board. It's such a great thing. Mm. And we only, as I said, we didn't row too much now. Just every second there. Just think of this, fellas, before we go. I was just writing it down there. Not a kick in the arse away from 20 stone. It's three people, Martin O'Halloran. You know, a lot of people are seven stone weight or a little under in that. You know what we're talking about here, what you've lost. Oh, yeah, look, you know, sometimes, and as you just see, we'd be, we'd be saying in, on social media how well we're doing, but you still have to do the work as well. Yeah. And it, it's, it's fairly very difficult. And, you know, it's, it's grand to say, oh, we'll go out for a walk. And, you know, what I do find, I live on my own here in an apartment here in Avon, and that's where the real challenge is. When I come home at night, you know, and I close the door and the day is over and, you know, I'm sitting here, you know, what do I do? Am I, am I bored? What do I eat? Do I go out to the pub? Or what do I do? And they're, they're the real challenges for me and the lifestyle changes I'm going to have to work on hard going forward to maintain the work that I have already done. Yes. Because uh, six or seven years ago, um, I decided I was overweight and I decided that I was going to lose weight and I lost a lot of weight. It could be nearly 10 years ago. But I put on all that weight, you know, and, and more. Mm. So there's a massive challenge, yes. you know, for me. It's a 24-hour thing for me, yeah. you know. And, uh, you know, being living on your own in an apartment is not the easiest thing in the world. And I know there's an awful lot of other people who are in the same boat. But, but that's where the real challenge is, finding things to do. And, and that's where the GEA comes in. And I do, I do mean this because, you know, mid-summer and October and that, you say, oh, God, have enough of this GEA. Matches everywhere. We're going to matches here and we're going to there. But really, by the time Christmas comes, we're very grateful. I'm sure it's the same with, with, with other sporting organisations. Yes. You know you're involved yeah. yourself. Yeah. You know, to bring, to bring us part of a community and that particular community is what drives us on. And we have friends within that community and clubs. Myself and Kieran are always arguing over the hurling. He's a Kilmessa man, I'm a Rathmaline man. And, and that drives us on uh, as, as well. 
And, you know, I am particularly grateful for the GEN, the people in Mead County Board, and a lot of people who are volunteers in Mead GEA for their support over the last two years. Yeah. They have kept me going, something I'm particularly grateful for. Well, I can you know? tell you, we are seeing it here today for both of you as well. There's Mairead Delaney on to say, well done to Martin and Kieran. we're so proud of you. Shane Castles is uh, in touch with us to say, well ju- well done to Martin and Kieran. They're so popular around the town. <laughs> I'm, I'm beginning to be uh, a little worried that run for election <laughs> Shane there you go anyway Shane relax 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 I can tell you no worries on that front I don't think so anyway but you never know anyway boys you're inspirational it's delighted to, I'm delighted to talk to you at the start of a new year uh, today and I wish you well over the coming weeks months and years you're brilliant Martin O'Halloran and Kieran Flynn thanks, thanks much, a million Shane. God bless you both take care now Sláin Gafol aren't they just fantastic yeah, Liam O'Neill's been on from the Wee County. Thank you, Liam. Happy New Year to you. Good to hear from you and saying, oh, boys, fantastic work. Well done. J.R. in Kildorky, whoever you are as well, is delighted to hear the boys. Sharon, Siobhan there as well and more besides. They are inspirational when you think of it. And it can be done no matter where you stand today in life. And if you're struggling with weight or issues around it, you can get going. And if you hear the boys, it's lifestyle. It's all encompassing. You don't have to watch the scale every week not at all but look at what they've shed remarkable our Louise said to me it's 40 babies <laughs> I never thought of it in those terms I was thinking of three people but there you go anyway great story to begin the show today coming up after two on late lunch today yes I told you about it earlier on She's going to save you money on your health insurance. And me too this year. Barbara, she- Barbara Sheehan is with us on Late Lunch. But we're heading now to uh, news and weather at two o'clock with this one. I love it. It's Westlife. I'll, get, I'll let them away with it. I'll let them away with it. Just Billy Joel cover Uptown Girl on your Late Lunch this Wednesday. Now, one of the biggest expenses many families have is private health insurance. And when the bills drop through the letterbox each year or the renewals come in via email, we look at them and think, oh, my God, that's costing a lot. But so many people wouldn't be without it. But the the um, opinion of a lot of people is that we're not really paying attention to it enough or examining what we're paying year on year. Well, I have somebody who promises she's going to help us all with our health care costs, health insurance costs this year. I'm delighted to say hello to from healthcarecompare.ie, Barbara Sheehan. Hello, Barbara. Hi, Jerry. How are you keeping? I'm really well. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. By uh, God, you're timely. I just had a look at my own this morning and I said, ah, oh, <laughs> the timing's perfect. It'll be coming in in February. I'll talk to you about that in a moment. But look, in general terms, may we begin by uh, focusing on that point I made a moment ago. You are an advocate of every single year, no matter what, looking at the policy, who we're with and what we're paying and what we're covered for. I am indeed, absolutely. So there's there's a number of reasons for it, Jerry. So, you know, you may take out a policy this year, for example, and say you're very happy with all of the cover being offered on it. And then next year you just say, oh, sure, I did a, a big, big review last year. There's no need for me to do it again this year. But in fact, there, there's actually often changes made on plans. So 
you know, a common one and a big one I'm seeing at the moment is uh, Leia Health Care's plan 360 Care and 360 Care Select. So that was a really, really good plan last year. And it was, you know, I recommended it to a lot of people. But then um, within the last 12 months, they introduced a kind of a, a shortfall or a co-payment on orthopaedic replacements in private hospitals. So that's something that at that age group would really have gone for this level of cover. And this change would have been made to them, you know, on their policy that they may not have been aware of. So, you know, they might roll over automatically and have missed this change on their policy. So it's really, really important to to do it year on year because you know, if you look at the amount of policies that are on the market, there's a huge number of plans released every year. So there could be a plan that's very, very similar to your current policy, but it's actually cheaper and obviously has better cover and it will be better value for you. Now, I have to say to you, Barbara, that is the nub of the matter here, because there are a plethora of plans provided with all these Mm -hmm. codes and numbers and names by the different companies. And honestly, for the Ordinary man and woman like myself, when you look at it, you see, you nearly throw your hands up in the air and say, where do I go here? And the other thing I have to say to you is people get comfortable with their provider. They may have pre-existing conditions and there's a fear of switching. What do you say to that? Yeah, and there is. And that's something we come across all the time. But once you've served your waiting periods, you know, whether it's with VHI, with Irish Life Health or with Leia, if you move provider and stay on a similar level of cover, you won't have to reserve any waiting periods. OK, so the only time you'd have to uh, serve a waiting period if you were changing and you've served all the initial waiting periods is there's a two-year upgrade waiting period, okay? So that's if you're increasing your cover and if you have an existing condition at the time of the increase. So it does make sense. If you think about it, obviously, if we're all perfectly healthy, we'd take out the cheapest plan in the market and then we'd upgrade the minute we got sick, you know? So Mm. they do have that upgrade rule there just to avoid people upgrading their cover when they know they're sick. Yeah, and that's understandable and and that's not at a... Uh, at odds here with what what, what the, the companies are offering or, or providing. Um, you, you know, mm. as we you say there, you start off in life and you're younger and you feel well, th- thank God if you do, and well done to you, and uh, you move on through life. And our needs change as we go through life, different life stages. You're really mm-hmm. one for focusing on this as well. You know, there's often very good maternity or fertility benefits on certain levels of cover. And that goes without saying that everyone won't need those type of benefits. So it's not it's definitely not a case of a, a one plan fits all, you know, when you're looking at a family dynamic, even with children. So we always say, like, look out for children's offers and, um, you know, look out for if you need orthopedic cover, your husband may not need orthopedic cover. He may have cardiac issues, you know, so it's it really is important to, to talk to a broker at your renewal to make sure that you're getting the right cover for your, you know, your stage of life yeah. and to where you're at at the time. Well, i tell you what I'm covered for in a minute. Hold on for this one, folks. When you hear what's coming down the tracks. Anyway, just in, in a more general sense before that, getting the right cover for the yeah. whole family. This is something now that I'm interested in because you have, say, a family and there are multiple people covered by one insurance policy. But you say that doesn't mean they all have to be on the same plan. Will you explain that to us, please? 
Yeah, so while you all have the same policy number, you know, and you're all listed on the same policy, there can be separate plans within the policy. And that's something that we see a lot is that, you know, people will, adults will take out a, a really good policy to suit their adults' needs. But really, when you're looking at the, the children on the plan, you know, they there's children under eight won't be treated in certain high-tech hospitals, for example. So really, there would be no need to ensure them at that same level of cover that you have for you know yourself at a certain age so while you can have a family policy and you can all have different plans within that policy if that makes sense yeah that's interesting now that's something that people should take on board because uh, it's not a, a one plan fits all you can mix and match under the policy number that's a very good uh, piece of advice there and we should all be checking that out this year now I thought corporate plans were for corporate organisation but I could even be a corporate organisation could I? You can absolutely Jerry. yes so corporate plans uh, and there's a real common misconception that people think oh well I can't get a corporate plan because obviously they're only available for companies Um, and I understand obviously why people think that but legally they have to be made available to anybody who wants it okay so what you have you've three health insurance providers in ireland obviously you have irish life health Leia healthcare and vhi so if you think about it they're all battling to get these corporate businesses on their books because obviously they'll have the big hundreds of employees the likes of the googles and the facebooks mm. and twitter so they're kind of competing for their business okay so they come out with these really well priced plans and they say right we want to win that business this year so these plans the best value plans on the market they'll have really really strong hospital cover and day-to-day benefits and you as an individual can absolutely no problem ask for these plans so the thing is they do kind of hide them behind funny names so you know a lot of the vhi ones will be pmi 3613 or you know so it's about trying to find the plans because it can be very very difficult to know and you know the hia is a great tool but when you're looking at it and and you you're not familiar, I suppose, with the industries and with all the policies. With over 300 plans, you could be on it all day trying to find mm. the one to suit yourself, you know, even all week. So what we do is obviously help you find the best plan to suit your needs. We will always try and recommend a corporate plan because there's of the hundreds of plans, you know, there'd be one corporate plan that might be better value than, say, 40 plans of the same level of cover. You know, they're just the best price ones and they give you the best money back on your GP and consultants and physio and things like that. Okay, so that's important to know as well. Corporate plans are just not for the corporates. It's available to all of us. You just got to do your research and dig in there. Now, um, excesses on premiums are a thing that, uh, that people focus on and say, look, I have to make a call on this. How much am I willing to pay in different circumstances for different treatments at different places? What do you say about excesses? So excesses, they suit some people and they won't suit others. So again, the importance of the review is we'll kind of go through a bit of background history to what is your medical circumstances? You know, how many inpatient visits have you had in a hospital over the last few years? Um, I'm not, I you know, I, I wouldn't be afraid of excesses. Um, it's, the excesses are usually per stay, not per night. You know, so if you take on a 150 or 200 euro excess um, and you only have to pay that on a per stay, basis so you go into a private hospital you're there for a month but the the excess is once off for that full stay so I do advise it you know for people who aren't obviously 
going in all of the time. So day case procedures, um, they will also have excesses. So some plants have 50, 75, whatever it is. It will depend on certain circumstances. So if somebody has a condition that sees them in and out of hospital a few times a year, then I wouldn't be recommending an excess for them because really, you know, it's the nuisance of having to pay that excess when you're also obviously paying your annual premium on top of that for your health policy because that's what becomes irritating for people I think they they look at it and they say god what what am I paying my health insurance for if I still have to pay these excesses and um, so if it's something that they're using all the time then we certainly recommend a plan with no excess and um, the other side of the excesses is the outpatient excess or the day-to-day one mm. so this really really catches people so if you look at your table of cover and it says you know I can get 60 euro back on a consultant visit but my excess was 150 euro so if you spend say 200 euro on your consultant fee Mm. logically you think right i've spent 200 euro my excess is 150 so i get the 50 euro back right and that makes sense but unfortunately it's not how it works so it's your 60 euro that you're entitled to claim is taken off your 150 which is your excess so your excess is now 90 euro so by the time you actually reach that excess you know you'd have two or three consultant visits over the year paid out so they're just not plans that are day-to-day plans so it's just to be mindful of that if you're looking for a plan that gives money back on day-to-day benefits always look for a day-to-day or outpatient excess of one euro which is basically no excess Great advice there. What about uh, GPs, physio, dentists, things like that? I know in my policy I'm covered for them or a limit on them, a number of them in the year and you get, uh, uh, well, it's not a huge amount back, to be honest with you either. Are those ones that some people could leave out? Yeah, depending on circumstances again, you know. So if you have two visits per year, you may not want to pay for this because it's while the corporate plans always offer them and it may not be you know, good value for you because you may be paying about 200 euro extra for the ability to claim back on those day-to-day expenses. But really, when you look at at the end of the year, all you'll have claimed back is maybe 50 or 60 euro. So that's the importance of it is to look at how many, you know, how many expenses, excuse me, outpatient expenses did I have and did I utilise them as much as possible? You know, have I claimed for everything I can claim for? And I think that's the thing. A lot of people don't realise the benefits that are on policies you know there's great benefits for health screening and things like that that really people should be using every year to try and stay on top of their health now my policy which uh, if you don't mind i'll come to i just had a look at it before uh, i came in today 4d health 3 i think it's with irish life it is yeah and that would be a very good corporate one okay so that policy there's a range of policies 4d health 1 to 4d health 5 So the 4D Health 3, what that covers is a private room in private hospitals. Okay, so if you were looking at the difference between, say, a 4D Health 2 and 4D Health 3, the 4D Health 2, which would be a step down, would only cover you for a semi-private room Mm. in the hospitals, in the private hospitals. So really, if the private room is important to you, the 4D Health 3 is brilliant. Um, The next step up would be the 4D Health 4. And the difference in that one is it also covers private in private, but it gives you more money back on your everyday expenses. So you get 50% back on your current policy. 
Okay, this yeah. policy, the 4D Health 4, would give you 75% back. And if you're a renewal, there's, there's very little difference in the cost. So I personally would always recommend going for 4D Health 4 above 4D Health 3 um, because your annual renewal, if you don't mind me saying, is €1,615.30. The 4D Health 4 would be €1,679.70. Mm. So the overall difference in the cost for the year is is quite minimal your excess will be lower okay so currently your excess is 75 euro and the 4d health 4 is 50 euro excess and then you'll be able to claim back your 75 percent on gp and dentist so for the little difference in the annual cost you're actually getting better hospital cover and better day-to-day benefits on the 4d health 4. I'm delighted I spoke to you today, I have to say. (laughs) But, uh, you know, it's something we wouldn't be without. There's two of us on that policy and you're spot on with the figures as well, I have to say. Uh, But that's a a little advice for myself there. The other thing I spot on that policy, which I laughed about and I said we'd come back to from earlier in our conversation. I have sports extra on that policy and I've travel extra and yet I pay uh, my travel insurance with blue insurance separately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the travel insurance, these extras, just to explain them. So it is a really, really cool kind of good benefit from Irish Life Health. There are seven extra extras available on those plans, right? On the three and four, you get to add three extras for free um, to the policy every year. The travel extra is a, is a travel policy that's from Allianz Global Assist. So, you know, it's it's outsourced, really. It's not Irish Life Health that manages while you're getting it through the Irish Life Health policy, but it's Allianz Global Assist. And I personally have had, I've claimed from that policy myself, that travel policy myself, would you believe? So I have been very happy with it. Um, I did also use Blue Insurance years ago as well, and I found them excellent as well. So really, you know, look at what you have from Blue Insurance and look at what you have from this Allianz Global Assist policy and, you know, just see, obviously, if there's one better than the other or if you wanted to change, because there's no point in having two. Um, you could look at doing a different extra or you could look at, obviously, you know, a different travel policy or if you didn't want to keep the blue one um, if you thought the Allianz Global Assist one was sufficient you could obviously get rid of the blue then if you wished. Yes, so they're interesting there but there's three for free, that's the important thing to say. You're fantastic and you know uh, I have to say it's a minefield for the ordinary Joe Soap and you do need somebody, I have a broker generally rings me each year, you do need somebody to do this compare for you hcc.ie this wonderful lady that's her business, healthcarecompare.ie hcc.ie cc.ie check them out you'll be saving yourself a fortune well i'm on the road to anyway today listen barbara you've been great thank you so much for joining us no problem jerry thanks million take Talk care to you soon take care now bye-bye that's barbara sheehan there yes somebody asked me it's hcc.ie in response to that whatsapp there hcc.ie if you want to find out more information but the policies oh my god there are so many of them it's incredible we all need help when it comes to renewing our private health insurance yeah it's sharing and bad habits i'll give you a good habit to do well you only have to do it once thousand euro up for grabs on lmfm follow us on instagram tag your mates share the post and it could be you it's as simple as that louise i want to give great credit to one of our colleagues now mm. make an official announcement I second that yes and i know you do 
Congratulations to our Adrian Taff because I am sure he is the man that put this afoot because <laughs> last year, didn't he uh, have milk mm-hmm. that he kept way beyond the use-by date? Yeah. And it stayed fresh for yonks, didn't it? Was it over a month or something, oh, was it? Oh, it was a long time. Huge our amount of days, Adrian, yeah. he used it and he proved that the use-by date was only uh, a point in time, a date in time, mm-hmm. and the milk lasted for ages. Well, Mr. Adrian Taff, I believe Morrison's owe you a gratuity. <laughs> they do indeed. Because you saw the story, Louise, Morrison's are doing away with the use-by date on their milk. Yeah. Adrian Taff, take a bow. I believe it's you that kicked this whole thing off. And they're saying now, use your nose. Which you've always said. Yes, always, always, always. What did we do years ago when we had a book and fridge? What did we do when we had the kid? You used your nose for sure to uh, decide whether it was... Oh, the other thing, Louise, I can just see you in the mornings. I can just picture, hold on, I'm closing my eyes and being the queen of coffee. She takes this milk out with no date on it. She's all ready to go at her first coffee of the day. She pours the milk into the coffee and boom, it curdles. I hate that. There's nothing worse. You have to throw out the whole thing, wash the mug, start all over again. Oh, and well, you just hope when you have another well, carton in the fridge. Well, Louise, that's the you other way. You have to have your coffee. Louise, that's the other way to test it. You know what I mean? Mm. That'll tell you straight away. But look at your nose with lots of foodstuffs and that. Well, Now, I would say, and I want to clarify this, don't go doing this with everything. Seafood, chicken, mm. you know. What stuff. about Eggs. I have eggs that are a week eggs, past sell well, eggs, eggs will generally be okay what you do is you do the test you put them you get uh, the glass of water we told you this before no. and you drop your egg into it right and whichever way if the egg sinks to the bottom yeah or floats that's or if it's in between it's in between now let me think if it sinks to the bottom the egg it's fresh <laughs> okay if it's halfway, it's okay. If it floats to the top, it's bad. no, because the air, there's an air bubble or something. I think mm. I'm right. I I'm, take I'm, it that's not boiled eggs. Correct <laughs> me if I'm wrong, listeners. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, 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 please, no, no. <laughs> the eggs, you get your eggs. And if you want to test the freshness, put them into a glass of water or whatever, sink to the bottom, dead fresh. Middle ways, okay, float, ink. Uh, boil them and give them to the birds, break the shells in them and feed the birds them. But that's the way it goes. But there you go, Morris. You tell a boiled egg is bad. You know the way you might have a few boiled eggs and you put them in the fridge and say, oh, they'll do sandwiches over th-? and then you might forget about one. Uh, how uh, how long is that there? Don't forget about them too long. There's Not no way to... of knowing one, is there? I don't know, but they should be okay within reason for a few, t- <laughs> <laughs> a few days. <laughs> but anyway, the milk test is down to the nose. I can see this happening with you know other things yeah. as well. Oh, you know, definitely. This, this yeah. is a really because people start. really do once it's best before what date is it say the eight throw it out, and They're, it could be perfectly fine. Are people who won't go an hour by the date even? Oh my God, Almighty! Not at all. It's not like that at all. Anyway, fine. My milk never actually lasts until like if I have the milk and it's there. Yes, and it's two days before. Yeah, the best before date. It's it all curdles before it. Mm, interesting, but anyway. Hats off to AT, our Adrian Taff, who paved the way for Morrison's mm. to change the policy on the dates on milk. There you are, the power of one. I Le- believe he's now going to take over the world. <laughs> that's his new campaign. I know, he believes he's done that already. But anyway, that's for another day. <laughs> uh, anyway, Late Lodge LMFM Radio, the comb over. Remember who Ralph Coates, the footballer, Bobby Charlton, the comb over? Well, we're talking about it next and he's doing something really special. Fred 
Fred Murray's coming up on Late Lunch. Thank you for all your affirmations. Yes, if the egg sinks, it's fresh. When it goes to the bottom of the water, it's totally fresh. Now we move on on Late Lunch and I'm joined by a gentleman now on the show who's doing something very special for a wonderful cause. His mum is from Navin originally. In fact, his granddad was the bank manager there. He now lives in Dublin. I'm delighted to say hello to Fred Murray. Fred, how are you? How you doing, Jerry? Great to have you with us on the show. You obviously remember Bobby Charlton running round the pitch with the comb over. I do indeed. I remember his brother Jack Charlton, um, uh, you know, managing our national team with mm. his beautiful comb over uh, in all its glory. And I can think back to another famous footballer. His name was Ralph Coates. I'm showing my age here. He played for Burnley many, many years ago. Yeah. And he was another famous man with it as well. Now, look, at I've been having a gawk at you on social media. And you're a fine-looking man, I have to oh, say. Thanks. And wow. uh, this comb-over is coming on really good. Can I step you back a, a, a moment sure. or two? Had you a full head of hair in the early years of your life? And up until when did it start to go light? Um, I have I've had no hair longer than I've had hair I'm 45 years of age so I only got to enjoy hair for about 16 years of my life really really so by the time I was 19 I can see from photographs that it was sort of starting to fall out I was receding yeah um, and then I'd say by the time I was 23 24 I, I shaved it off completely uh, the guys I worked with at the time um I had an island because uh, my hair is receding so badly and they nicknamed my island uh, Alcatraz. <laughs> so I decided once, uh, you know, once that got out, I was like, okay, this all has to come off. Yeah. So I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, when you look at your head, you're the island in the middle. Now, you still have hair around the sides and at the back, let me say. It stayed there for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Male pattern baldness, uh, for some reason, you retain your side hair. Mm. and your back hair uh, on the back of your head. But, you know, it just affects the top of your head, which is kind of strange because that's where the sun hits it hardest. So, you know, you think mm. you, know, you kind of need to hang on to it. But I haven't grown my hair now on one side because that's the classic home over. You grow one side and yes. you sweep it over to the other side. Mm. Um, I found my hair is very brittle. It's very thin. So maybe genetics kind of it's your body saying look yes if you had a full head of hair like this kind of hair it's so terrible and so crap you're better off without it so we'll just get rid of it <laughs> you mentioned genetics there and looking back yeah. in your family history is yeah. there a pattern yeah my mum's father was bald um and uh some of her yeah her both her brothers are bald so i believe that Male pattern baldness is passed on through the mm. mother. Mm. So if the mother, if your mother's father is bald, there's a high possibility that you will. Uh, she has a son. The son would be bald. So I think the the daughters carry the gene, the recessive gene for yes. baldness. Oh and yes. That's how it kind of gets passed on. The similar thing with color blindness. Color blindness doesn't affect women mostly, but it affects men. But men can pass if they're color blind. They can pass it on to their sons. But it's, it, but if they have a daughter like my sister, for example, she can carry uh, 
colour blindness. Yes. If she has a son. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? That's you see, how these things work. You see, girls, you've got to understand, Fred's on the money here. Us boys live in a very grey world. It's a, it's a grey yeah. world for us, a lot of us. I joke. I only joke. <laughs> it's yeah. not all colours and light uh, for ladies either. But look, coming back to you, you decided yeah. to, to... What what length? Have you measured uh, the comb over? Where where are you now and when did you start this? I, I, I started back in 2019 and right now my comb over is uh, 19 and a half centimetres in length. Okay. Now, my... My barber who cuts my hair for, well, he, he cuts it for free, but he pays me to cut my hair. He constructed it. Yeah. So he's been in my, my, my hair advisor. And uh, basically, once it's, it's now hit the other side quite, uh, quite a while ago, but when, when I got a haircut the other day just to tidy it up, he actually trims kind of off the split ends. And, and he kind of, like, so he has been kind of trimming it back a little bit. Because he says, like, you don't want it going all the way over the other side and then kind of going past your ears. Yes. You know, on the far side. So. so anyway, I started growing it in 2019. It was basically kind of as a reaction to a good friend of mine who has since passed away from cancer. And she, um, she, she uh, contracted breast cancer back in 2009. And uh, she did chemo and everything. Then she got the all clear. And then a number of years later, it came back. And at the time, 2019, she was desperately ill in uh, Harles Cross Hospice, uh, uh, receiving kind of end-of-life care. And I was on holidays in Greece and on a cycling trip, and I was just thinking about her. So I decided it was it was going to close to November, and your listeners might know about Movember. Yep. About growing a moustache for cancer. So I kind of thought I could do that, but, you know, it would only be a month's fundraising. I wouldn't really be able to do, well, get well, you know, well, we had to raise that much over a month. Mm. Um, so I decided, you know, I, I was thinking about it and about hair in general, and I thought, you know, a yeah, comb over would be a pretty, pretty extreme thing to do, and I, you know, it would inspire people more so than just growing a moustache. I, I figured so. You know? Yeah, it's quite different. It is, and and we have to say, you know, it is uh, one of the. Uh, I suppose, biggest taboos, you'd say, in men's hairstyles. And you did not do this. And this is the thing. You did not do this to cover up the island, as you describe it, at the top of your head. It was for this cause. And you did. Fiona Cribben, uh, we want to mention her today, was your good friend. And she knew you were going to do this. You said, I'm going to grow this and raise funds. I did, yeah, yeah. She, I sent her a message when she was in hospital. I said, you, you know... You've inspired me to do this. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna follow through with this. It's gonna take a few years. Um, so mm. she really enjoyed the, the madness of it because she was a very eccentric kind of character herself. She, you know, I met her in our college, and um, you know, we always stayed in touch. And she was great crack, and uh, we got on like a house on fire. And uh, yeah, so uh, I, she really appreciated the, the wackiness of the idea. You know. Yeah, it's great. And tell me this: you. Uh, yeah. Have raised over ten grand at the moment. Well, yeah, thirteen thousand oh, as of today. Oh, you're a good man. It's given a yeah. big jump. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It's it's flying up. Uh, you know, it's slow burner. You know, it's yeah. difficult to try to raise money in, in a pandemic. Sure. You know, it kind of puts a spanner in works of any kind of fundraiser you yes. might want to do. You know, whether it be mm. a pub quiz or a gig or any of those mm. things. So it's mm. kind of just. I've just been relying on social media and obviously the uh, kind. Uh, uh, 
uh, kindness of, of, of DJs like yourself to put me on the radio and get the message out there. Oh, listen, only delighted to help you. I'm sure when you have Navin roots, we can't let oh. the, the, the Royal County down ever. But you're up no. to 13. Isn't this simply yeah. wonderful? And and you're helping, is it two, uh, three or four charities? Who are you helping yeah. in particular? My plan is to raise 25,000. Okay. That's going to set me to start. And the it's going to be split over three charities. Yep. One of them is Avian's Pink Tide. Ah, yes. Um, the other ones are Breast Predict, and that's a kind of like a, a research facility. Yep. I think they're based in UCD. And then the other one is uh, Harold's Cross Hospice. Lovely. Um, and yeah. who, who gave Fiona palliative care in the yes the latter part of her life. So um, they're now, the two charities she said. Uh, she recommended it, yes you know? well that is great and 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 it's you're doing wonderful work as her uh, memory uh, lives yeah. on through this as well just yeah. tell them how can people push that figure up now today practically if they would like to donate they can just go on my gofundme page so if they just search for comb over for cancer okay and then uh, and gofundme that you know that's how they'll find us uh, and they can follow me on instagram uh, it's just Como for Cancer okay. and also on Twitter and Facebook Lovely well there's loads of avenues there Come Over for Cancer I love it it is lovely ring to the name Do you have a Come Over yourself uh, 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 Well no and, and I'm hanging on I'm, I have to say I thought there'd be more gone before now but I'm hanging on gallantly at my age I have ah, to say uh, but I, 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 I commend you uh, for, for yeah. what you've done I just want to ask you this because I'm familiar with this uh, Aim and a friend of mine, um, he had the same as you, the island, and he yeah. went abroad and they took the follicles from round the sides and his neck and uh, put them into the island. Okay. And he he's just back to Eamon as he was, you know, there so many years ago. Would that interest you when this is all over? Apparently, I, I met a, a girl who worked for a hair transplant company a number of years ago and she said, she told me you're too far gone. Oh, you know, but that was 10 years ago. Yes. However, I'm a very proud, bald man. And <laughs> I am dying to get my beautiful bald head back. You know, so, you know, I'm going to continue this uh, campaign probably till late spring, early May. And then I am going to uh, get, get, you know, cut my hair off yeah. and get my bald head back. You know, and I think, you know, um, Hopefully, my plan is so for the finale. Um, I have this idea, and it's you know it's called comb over the heads. Uh, I plan to cycle from uh, Malin Head to Mizzen Head, you know, over about two days um, with some friends and uh, to kind of raise awareness that way. Yeah, and I take it you'll take pictures at significant points where you stop off. Certainly, and use her and all of those yes, places where comb yes. overs uh, are very popular are extremely popular. Yeah, and, and use those, of course, across social media, again, to give the fund a, a, a bit of a lift. I think it's fantastic, and it's something different, and it's something new, and you're doing great for those three charities. And you are right, it's been and a horrendous couple of years for charities. Any of your bold listeners out there, <laughs> young men, I highly recommend growing uh, Comb Over. Uh, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. So any, any uh, Comb Brothers out there, please join me join. in my quest. And uh, look, the, the there's a lot of benefits. Uh, feeding the hair, the, the wind in your hair is a wonderful feeling. I forgot about that. Washing your hair, seeing your hair with your own eyes after such a long period of absence. Is, yeah, and being able to change your look, you know, if you swing it one way or the other. Exactly, and girls love callers. Oh, there you go, boys. Boys, oh boys, it's winners all the way. Talk about... Win, uh, win, win. 
coloured blindness. There's no need for it. If you have this, you will certainly attract. That's for sure. You're great. You really are. And uh, I wish you well with uh, the cycle and everything else. And I'll mention again, comb over for cancer. Help this man. You're supporting wonderful charities. Thanks for joining me today, Fred. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. 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 Isn't he great? You should check him out on social media. He's on Instagram as well. Have a look at him. Yeah, it's... It's growing, it is, it's growing, it's getting there, the comb over. Ah, oh, Ralph Coates, Bobby Charlton, am I leaving anyone else out? Anyone else with famous comb overs that I'm missing or I can't think of or that's on your mind today? If there is, let us know. You know those numbers, put them into your phone. 086-1800-658, that's WhatsApp or text LMFM 041-983-2000 if you want to call in, but do this for me. Download the LMFM app now. Download it because when you have that app on your smartphone, you can bring us with you wherever you go. And I don't want you to budge or go anywhere. I know you won't. Stay with us. Aren't our listeners just fantastic? Thank you so much indeed. Rab C. Nesbitt. Yes. Yes. Remember him, yeah. Very, very famous comb over. Jackie Healy Ray. Yeah. Jackie Healy Ray. Yes, Jack. That's why the word he wore the That's cap. Okay. Oh yeah, he wore the cap. Homer Simpson has a comb over. Jerry. He has. Has he? <laughs> he has. Angela, you're a star. And there's another one there. How could I have missed this? I don't know who sent this on to me, but they are so right. Donald Trump. Trump has a comb over. Yeah. Did you ever see that? And hair? it's been exposed in the wind. <laughs> There's more than his comb over being exposed. <laughs> oh, sure. Oh, my God almighty. Yes, thank you so much for uh, uh, letting us in on those ones as well. Yeah, Trump, the most famous. And talking about Trump, what about the other fellow in the House of Commons apologising again? He must be the most apologetic Prime Minister in the history of the United Kingdom. Well, he just wants to leave it. I, I, I thought I heard that until all the facts are out. So. The Maybe facts there's, there's are, something my, revealed. Mo- my mother used to say mm. this, and I mean this in life about everybody that I encounter. Give me a rogue or a robber, but never give me a liar. <laughs> and that sums up a lot of the people in this world today who are in positions of power. And really, a liar is the worst thing you can, worst type of person you can come across. That is for sure. There's no doubt uh, about that. And I, my mother was wise with words and they Maybe were very wise. Maybe he's not a liar though in fairness to him. Maybe he's just mistaken. Would you think so? <laughs> You're very kind. Maybe he is. Maybe he is. Maybe I've got it all wrong. Maybe we're all totally wrong altogether. But anyway... Lies, damned lies and statistics, Louise, as they say. <laughs> when I tell you, last night I had the privilege and pleasure of putting little Ava to sleep, one of my grandchildren, the oldest of them. And uh, I was just with her and, you know, she reads, she's a fantastic reader and I had to read some of the stories. Well, The Leaflings, it's a wonderful book. We spoke about it on Late, late Lunch. Anyway, then I have to tell her, I told you this before, didn't I? Harry, our hedgehog, our little hedgehog from the back garden. He's our friend. He's out of hibernation. Ah, my God. He's, well, you know, the mild weather hasn't written around a bit. But I had to tell her the Harry story before she went to sleep about my new toy, my new uh, polycarbonate tunnel. And uh, she was falling asleep. I had to give her a second Harry story. And then off she went. Off she went to sleep. And, you know, I lay there and thought, aren't I the luckiest man in the world to have the opportunity 
tell Ava's story and be with her and love her so much and receive that back as I lay there. That They, they were the thoughts in my mind. As Precious went memories. Unbelievable and unbelievable. And I, I, I thank God for 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 that time I have to be able to do that that's a few just, more years and nope oh listen don't, don't really put tell you, I don't have a clue so you know what happens you're in for this you're leading I soon know. and you think you know they, well I've already uh, lost one you really. know and, and, and they look and they go away on their own but those precious years and those moments are just something else and I thank God for them and I lay there and I just thanked them for everything that how grateful I was and that moment just stayed with me last night just stuck with me and stayed there and Oh, my God, it was so special. I said I just mentioned it on the show today. Uh, magical. Magical is all I can say. Magical. Don't take anything for granted. No, 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 no. That's so true. Um, anyway, uh, Louise is standing up for Boris. I'm not so sure. <laughs> and we might have to give him the benefit of the doubt today for the moment. But will the Tories continue to give him the benefit of the doubt for much longer? Watch this space, as they say. If seats are threatened and power is threatened, it doesn't matter. If you're Boris, Donald or even Donald Duck, it doesn't matter. Late Lunch LMFM Radio. After three in the show, Pretty Woman. Yes, my soundtrack this week on the show. And we're also meeting a man from Cavan, living in Cork. What a combination. Thrifty who thinks he's got round the unit pricing for alcohol. But anyway, on late lunch every day, you win again, we win again, we all win again. It's the Bee Gees taking us to News at Three. You see, Jerry, what you've got to realise as a listener, people learn to believe their own lies. They live in a Walter Mitty world. Good point indeed, but then... We suffer the consequences, sadly. How can Johnson remain as PM, Jerry? He simply has to go, says another listener. Well, we'll watch this space with interest. It's a, a pantomime, isn't it, in the House of Commons at times? It really, really is. Now, this week on Late Lunch, I've selected the soundtrack from the movie Pretty Woman to talk about all week and remind us of the wonderful music from that particular film. Uh, did you know the movie's budget? It was $14 million at the time and it was substantial in relation to other big productions, primarily because of the number of locations that had to be used. In shooting the movie, filming began in July 89 and was wrapped up in November. There were issues with securing... The cars in the movie are fantastic and... It was a problem for uh, the people making it because Ferrari and Porsche declined because of the movie's association with prostitution. However, Lotus had no issues and they took on the gig. Julia Roberts had a body double. Yes, she had for the risk scenes with Shelley Michelle doing the necessary for her. You might remember too that famous scene where Robert sang the Prince song in the bathtub. How could we ever forget? Under those bubbles and kapow. But did you know that that scene might never have been because the crew had left the set, she was still in the bath and there was just one cameraman there and he left the camera rolling and by God were they happy afterwards but it might never have been only for that cameraman and what about that red dress Vivian wore ah yes Miss Roberts to the opera on Edward's arm wow one of the most unforgettable on the silver screen of all time perhaps that's why 
Edward had to admit this. Fallen from the movie Pretty Woman. I'm featuring the soundtrack this week on Late Lunch. One of my favourite, favourite love songs of all time, I have to say. It's beautiful. Anyway, with more music and more about Pretty Woman on your Late Lunch round about this time tomorrow afternoon. Now, there's been a bit of a hoorah about the increase in the price of alcohol, the unit pricing going up, uh, raising the price of many beers, wines and spirits. But a man from Cavan, living in Cork, believe, believes he's come up with an ingenious way of getting round the rise. And he's with us next. Ah, oh, you'd have to leave it with a man from the Blue Ridge Mountains of Virginia in County Cavan who lives in Cork to come up with an ingenious scheme to get round the unit pricing for alcohol. Wouldn't you call him O'Sullivan? Joey, how are you? I'm really good. Thanks for joining me on the show. Look, before we get into the, the nitty-gritty of this, um, a crate of beer, what's been the price increase? What was it before the unit pricing? What is it now? A lot of them went from around 25, 26 euro up to 45, 46, 47, 48 euros. That's a steep rise. That's a huge rise. So a I, necessary rise, yeah. Yeah, I take it you haven't shifted too many slabs, have you, since the end? No, to be honest, not one. No, no, not one. And to be fair, from this, it was one of the few times where a retailer was actually going to benefit, right? Mm. But the exponential rise was more than people could take. <clears throat> and every retailer in the country knew that they weren't going to get the additional 20 or 25 euros out of it. So, the retailers themselves, is it, there's a, a few euro in the pocket for the retailer here, for sure, yeah. Um, only, only on paper. Because when you look at it, where you went from very, very small margins, because a lot of the time we were trying to compete with multiples where they could use it as a lost leader, but mm. a lot of the time then when we went to do it, um, the margin was very small. So your margins then went up to 50%, which is just unheard of in our business. Mm. Phenomenal. Mm. But as a transpired, it was 50% of nothing, Jerry. Yes, because so you're long. not selling, you're not selling the stock. And I just want to tell listeners, you are a supermarket owner in uh, West Cork and you employ 31 people in total and uh, you have to keep the show on the road. Now, you looked at this legislation, you've studied this uh, deeply and you've come up with a scheme. Tell us what you've come up with. Well, my, my injury, firstly, was a layman's interpretation because as a retailer, I wouldn't have the money for expensive lawyers and solicitors <laughs> yeah. to go and evaluate the funding. <laughs> so I read through it a few times, right? And a lot of this goes back to the Alcohol Act of 2018 where there were five strands to be brought in over a four-year period. right? And part of that, you know, would have been the segregation of stores and the limiting of promotions and multivising that. And then um, the, the most recent and latest one then was the minimum unit pricing. That was at the end of all the, the different sections of mm. legislation. And and the whole point of it was they, they did away with the use of vouchers or loyalty cards being redeemed against alcohol. Yep. But there was no mention of um, credit notes. And you couldn't do any kind of link purchases. You couldn't do anything as, uh, as simple or stupid as buy a plastic glass for 30 euros and get a free slab. Mm. That's, a, that's, a blatant, <clears throat> that's, a, that's a blatant breach of the legislation. Okay. So 
we decided to sell plastic glasses, lovely glasses, ergonomically designed, aesthetically pleasing. Um, you can have 24 of them for 30 euros and you go to the till, you purchase them. And um, when you purchase them, you, you actually get, um, a, you, you get a credit note. Yep. And that credit note, then there's a list of terms and conditions of what you cannot redeem it against, which are usually grocery products, tobacco, four packs, six packs, eight packs, 12 packs of beers. And um, what's not on the list, oddly enough, are the slabs of beers of 4734. Mm. And we also have a Hoover at the same price, and um, we have we have a spin mop at the same price. So there's a few bits you can buy for that. Yes. So what you're saying is 24 plastic glasses, uh, best in the business, for 30 euro. And when you complete that transaction, you get a credit note. Correct. In lieu. And uh, Hoover, Slab of Beer and things like this are all included in that credit note. There, there would be, uh, if, 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 yeah, if that's what the wish is, yeah. Have you sold any of the mops? It's funny you ask that we sold, we sold one. <laughs> mops be slow enough this time of the year. They're more of a thing now from our table in May for spring cleaning. And the Hoovers, the Hoovers are, I don't know, I, I don't believe the Hoovers have moved either. They haven't moved, but you've sold a few slabs of beer. We sold a few slabs of beer. Oh, well, exchange so we for the credit note. You haven't sold we've them. Exchange You've exchanged them. Note. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. You've exchanged them for the credit note. So there's been a bit of a, a move on that front. Um, you haven't been approached yet by anyone in authority to have a chat with you, no? Probably because I'm hiding upstairs in the office all day. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not, that's not true at all. I'm not that bad. No, to be fair, if somebody comes in and can show me very clearly in black and white where I'm in breach of legislation because I take it anyone that will approach me will be um, <clears throat> far more experienced in this area than I am and I, if I will bow to their superior knowledge if somebody can say actually here you're in blatant breach of legislation there we have to ask you to stop then I gladly will mm. But until that happens you're going to carry on offering mops hoovers slabs of beer uh, etc in exchange for the voucher you'll get at the till for buying your 24 plastic glasses. Correct, Jerry. So hopefully we'll see you down here some stage during the weekend. <laughs> it's You're more than welcome. To you Tell me this. Uh, obviously, this this has, I'm not joking, this has uh, stirred people, not just in the Cork area, but all around the country. You've been inundated with reaction. Been inundated with reaction. To be fair, look, I'm not against the minimum unit pricing. What I'm against, I'm against the severity of it. Mm. And the, 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 the exponential increase from 25 up to 47, 48 euro is ludicrous in my mind. When you take cigarettes, right, which have been reg- so tightly regulated in Ireland for the last 30, 40 years, mm. right, and you take cigarettes, you can buy a pack of 20, 23, 27, or 34, right? And oddly enough, the more cigarettes you buy, the cheaper to get, mm. right? But with alcohol, if you have a can in the, in the fridge for 2 euros, 48 of those, or 24 of those are going to cost you 48 euros, Mm. There's no, there's no element to discount or anything at all. Where even with cigarettes, there is, believe it or not. Mm. But you know, on the counter side, you will listen to uh, the experts speak about this uh, research, etc., to say that look, that we have a big issue with alcohol and people who are addicted to it and the problems it causes. You know, with people losing the run of themselves and the subsequent what uh, scenes in Garda stations, on our streets, in hospitals, and this is the way to go. Hammer the price, and it's going to help. No, ab- absolutely, Jerry. But what they should have then done then was they should have maybe upped 
up to duty a small bit, right? And taking that increase or that differential and put that towards services mm. for people with alcohol problems. That's yeah. what they should do. Like, you see, we, <clears throat> we were bombarded with all these fabulous statistics from Scotland who led the way in this and Wales followed suit, right? Yeah. And Scotland had a decrease in alcohol sales of 8.8% in their first year, which is phenomenal. Mm. But nobody in the same in the same sentence or the same paragraph mentioned the exponential increase in the sale of alcohol within 50 miles of the English border, right? And the same with Wales. Mm. To do the same as people are doing here in Ireland, to go, to go north our, and our government lose badly needed revenue. Mm. And that's all that happens. Yes, and I, I, I can say I know the alcohol situation and problems in Scotland persist as well. That, is, that has to be said too. But look, at uh, they're trying and, and uh, the unit price is another aspect of this. As you said, there were many a number of strands to it and this is the latest for sure. Um, and uh, they'll say, let's see what happens. Let's give it time and see what happens. But in the meantime, you have a special offer at Sam's Gala in Dunmanway in County Cork. If anybody wants to take it up or enjoy the scene, in the southwest is there for them. I think you might be getting a visit, but I'm not going to even preempt that. To be honest with you, we'll wait and see. Anyway, you, you've you've got tongues wagging, that's for sure. You're originally from Virginia, Cavan, yeah. Don't don't even ask me how this happened. I'm originally from Tralee. Okay, I'm from Virginia with my my wife. Okay, Virginia, here. right. And I have a supermarket in Dunmanway in West Cork. <laughs> and I think it's possibly the recipe for a very happy marriage in the fact I'm away for three or four days every week. <laughs> and when I go home, there's a great novelty. And then the list of deals and stuff that needs to be done, and I all of a sudden have to go back to Dunmanway. It's been looking out great for years, Jerry. You're the poster boy for absence makes the heart go far, grow fonder for sure. Anyway, thank you for joining us. Interesting thank indeed. Thank you very much indeed. Bye-bye. Not at all. Bye bye. Bye bye. There you have it. Yes, we will. I think we'll be talking about this on the show sometime next week and the implications of it. There's Colm O'Sullivan with a, a, a unique take on the new legislation and uh, trying to uh, get around. And you heard him say there most of the money from the increase goes actually to the retailer. Um, but look, will upping the price do it in the long term? I don't know. I, I don't know. This is the way we're going at the moment. And I say it again, uh, alcohol is marvellous to be enjoyed and in moderation and people to have a good time when it gets out of hand, when you become addicted, when it breaks out into violence and people lose the run of themselves with drink on them. It's a shocking, shocking scenario that has to be said and needs to be tackled. Anyway, watch this space. Time will tell. We're almost done for today on Midweek Late Lunch. Coming up on Thursday on the show, David Crosby. Well, he's a cat with nine lives. He's a man, of course, but hes you could say he's a cat of nine lives. He's lucky to be alive yet again, and he's going to tell us his story tomorrow on the show. Rachel Graham is here with part two of our new, uh, new series for January on nutrition, and we'll also be joined by Elena Calavia, who is um, the lady behind Lingo Tots, teaching young children language. And it's very interesting. And she'll be with us tomorrow on the show. More from Pretty Woman and yours truly and Louise tomorrow afternoon. Eddie uh, Caffrey is on his way with The Drive. Wonderful music and more besides on LMFM Radio over the next couple of hours. Have yourselves a lovely Wednesday and do come back for your Thursday late lunch from 1.30. We'll see you then. 
The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Drada Dundalk and Cabin. Order your new Dacia Duster or the all-new Dacia Sendero and Stepway. Guaranteed delivery and low-rate APR finance. Visit blackstonemotors.ie. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze. Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, fresh. 